Before we get started with this week's episode, I want to let you guys know we're currently selling our 2019-2020 academic planners. With a unique design, buttery pages, and the perfect size, this planner is perfect for the student, boss, or influencer. Head to themintyboutique.com to check them out. Welcome to the TMB Women in Business podcast, created for the aspiring CEO. Every week, we provide you with tips on all things business and entrepreneurship. You'll hear from industry leaders on topics such as marketing, business growth, and branding. This podcast is hosted by Mahi Kola, the 16-year-old teen entrepreneur behind the Minty Boutique, a luxe stationery company with a mission to change the world. Hi guys, welcome back to the TMB Women in Business podcast. Today is the very first official episode of season two, and I'm starting it off with a bang by talking about my experience releasing a physical product. Um, If you guys didn't know, yesterday on July 6th, we released our very first academic planner for the 2019-2020 year, and that launch was something that took so long to prep for, especially because it's a not only a physical product, but it's also a bound planner, and you I mean, I don't know at least how to do it at home, so I had to go through manufacturers, and that whole process was something that took so long, and I wanted to share my experience on the podcast today and, you know, just give you guys some insight into what goes on behind the scenes when a company releases a product like this and what I've learned. So if you guys are thinking about releasing um, planner, notebooks, or just in general physical products, then this will hopefully give you guys some insights. So before we get started, I want to just talk about why I want to release this planner and why releasing a bound planner was so important to me. I, you know, if you guys know, my company, The Minty Boutique, is very much focused on creating personalized tools for women and anyone really to use for um, their planning and for planning out their lives, setting goals, all that stuff. But I've never actually created a bound planner. Um, all of our products right now are mainly just inserts. So we haven't had a bound planner. And I just wanted to do that because what I found, if you guys go to places like Target, Staples, um, Walmart even, to buy a planner or agenda, a lot of the products are very cutesy and they're not necessarily appropriate to use in professional business settings. And even sometimes, like, I've been embarrassed. I'm being completely honest. I've been embarrassed to pull out a planner full of stickers and full of all these things in front of my friends or in front of, you know, my teachers or in professional settings where I'm talking to investors, for example, and I really wanted to create a planner that took those concerns into account and became a very minimalistic, luxe, uh, professional, and appropriate for business settings kind of planner, but that still allowed the 
like user to add color, add stickers, do whatever they wanted with the planner, but it starts off as a very minimalistic base. So if you want to keep it at that, then you can. And that's kind of my why. Um, that was the problem that I found in the market that these kind of minimalistic products were weren't there in major retailers. And I wanted to create a product that allowed people to, you know, bring these planners, bring something that they love, that they invest so much money and time into, to places that, you know, they work at, their professional business settings. And I wanted to create these tools that were powerful, that made the woman and, you know, anyone who bought them feel powerful. And they were taking charge of their careers by writing out the plans that they want to do in the future for their companies. And so this was kind of the purpose in creating A, my company, but also these planners. Um, if you guys go check out the planners on our website, themintyboutique.com, you will see that the covers and the layout is very minimalistic. There, is, um, there isn't any color on the inside. The covers are mostly just black and white. There's only one cover that has like a a neutral tone to it but it isn't even like anything other than that because as i'm say as i said like i wanted to give the user the opportunity to keep it at that keep that minimalism or add stuff to it to make it more um make it cutesy whatever they want and so that was the why behind my product i wanted to create powerful productivity tools for women to take charge of their careers so with that, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to create these bound planners. And this process actually started, you know, almost a year ago. It's probably been about nine to 10 months in the making. Um, what happened was in 2018, we actually created a version of the planner for, um, but we only created 20 of them. So we, I went through the whole process of learning, um, you know, how to design, how to work with manufacturers and all of that stuff in 2018. We created exactly 20 planners, which was obviously, especially if you're working with real manufacturers, that's kind of hard to come by. And we did have to pay a, like extra money because that was such a small um, order quantity. But I wanted to create these 20 planners and just sell them to friends and family and get their advice and get their feedback on it. In this process, I learned about creating the planners, as I said, designing them, which is something that I, I've done inserts, but I haven't done like a bound planner. I learned about that. I learned about all sorts of things in the printing industry. And I used that planner for a whole year. I'm still using it today, the month of July. It, um, it goes, it finishes off the month of July, so I'm still using it. And throughout this entire year, I've been jotting down notes on what I would change in the future and things that I wish the planner had, or, you know, if I was adding um, a sticky note here and there, like why was I using that sticky note? Was it too little space or things like that? I took all that into consideration. And also I took the feedback of the people that bought those first 20 planners. So my friends and family, all of them gave me feedback on their use and what they liked and, you know, things they wished that changed or additions they wanted to see. And in 2019 to 2020, I decided I wanted to bring an academic planner to the market to my customers and give them the opportunity to also purchase this planner. And with that, of course, since once I decided that, there was a whole process that went into actually creating these planners. The first step in that was creating the design. That was 
the most um actually no it wasn't the most time consuming but it was the first step that I had to like conquer before I could go anywhere because I needed to have those files done before I could approach manufacturers before I could you know create a sample take photos do anything I just had to create that design and like I said I had all these notes about things I wanted to add things I wanted to keep and I started off just by drawing sketches on pieces of paper and um, from there I was able to take it online use InDesign and create the 20 19 2020 version with the dates um i also already had a file for the 2018-19 version so i used that as a base and then i added all the other pages that i wanted to include and yeah by that point i had the design um we did make a lot of changes from the 2018 to the 2019 planner for example we added a top three to each week for you to write down your top three tasks or goals a monthly overview we have a yearly overview goal setting pages we even changed the monthly intentions page and through this entire process of changing i as i said i already had the feedback from my friends i knew what i wanted to change but i I'm selling to customers. So I was talking to customers over DM, sending them these sketches, these very crude sketches. And I was just asking them, you know, tell me what you think of this. Would you uh, purchase this? What kind of things are you looking for in a bound planner? And these were customers that I've honestly become friends with. And so I just knew that I could reach out to them and ask them for their honest feedback. And that was so helpful. And there was things that I hadn't even thought of that they came up with. And so I added those into the planner as well. And I also changed up the covers because last year the covers were very, um, like they were floral, they were very colorful. And this year I wanted to, as I said, keep it very minimalistic. So I changed up those covers and I also, I was still polling customers. Um, we had a, about five cover options and we had to narrow it down to three, but those cover options were ones that I was completely in love with. I didn't know which one to choose. And so I just pulled customers that I knew would tell me, you know, what they wanted and uh, in that, I was able to figure out what top three that people liked, and I just went with those. So once I had the files, the next step was actually finding a manufacturer who was willing to print these planners and um, do it at a price that was affordable. So I, the biggest struggle, this was the biggest struggle, and it was also the longest, most tedious part of this entire process. I had a list of local manufacturers that I had requested quotes from last year when I was creating the 2018 planner. So I had the same list and I reached out to them again with this new um, project and I asked for a quote and I received them. And upon receiving them, you know, Guys, some of these planners were just for manufacturing them was like $15, which means I what would have to charge you guys like $20, $30 to make a substantial profit. And I didn't want to do that. That's way too expensive for me for a planner. And honestly, if we're just talking business-wise, if a planner is $20, $30, someone will just decide that the perks that they get with our planner isn't worth the time and they might just go buy it at a place like Staples and Target. Even if it isn't what they're looking for, it's that price that really is going to throw them off. So I knew I had to find a manufacturer that would give me a small, lower price and um, one where I could still make a profit, but I was comfortable giving, you know, charging you guys that price. 
So this was really hard. And after I kind of exhausted my already list of my current list of manufacturers, I started researching again and I had to find manufacturers. I, I was contacting manufacturers overseas um, in different states. You know, there was so much going on. And eventually we did find a manufacturer, but it took so many meetings with owners and so many conversations over the phone, visits to their offices. But finally we found one that was in our print price range and that had like really great reviews, print quality was amazing, and that was finally settled. So then I gave them the files and they gave us a proof of the planners. And I now had the three planners that had the three different covers and it was time to move on to like promotions. So I'll talk a little bit about my launch strategy, which was something that I really had been thinking about for this entire process, how I wanted to bring these products to customers and how I wanted to market them. That was something I'd been thinking about for a very long time, but I knew that no matter what strategy I went with, I would need photos. So I started with the photo shoot. I, um, I just did it in my room, guys. I didn't hire anyone. This was something that I don't think a lot of people realize because I don't know, I maybe it's the editing, but I don't think a lot of people realize that I don't actually even take my photos with a professional camera. It's really just my um, phone. Even our videos on YouTube are just my phone and it's all of that is done just through my phone. And that just shows you guys like you don't need to be investing thousands of dollars into buying a camera with amazing lens. You can do a lot of this stuff and still get great quality photos and content just through your phone. And that was something that it took me a long time to learn. I just thought like, oh my God, as soon as I get the money to be able to buy a camera, I have to do it. But I realized like that's just not necessary. And so once we had the sample, I just set up a whiteboard in my room and um, with natural lighting, no fake lighting, I just used my phone and was taking pictures. I edited them and one thing that I did this time that I was really glad I did was I took so many pictures. You guys, so many pictures of literally everything in the planner. I took pictures of the coil. I took pictures of, um, you know, the pages, every single page, the back, the covers um, with the different covers. I took so many different pictures. And in the past, when I've done launches, I haven't always had enough photos that I was forced to use ones that I didn't love. But now I after like creating all the graphics and stuff, I know that I you I have used only photos that I'm absolutely in love with. And there are photos that I took that I thought were good when I was taking them, but when I looked at them after editing them and, you know, once they kind of processed, I didn't actually like them at all. And I'm glad I had the extra photos that because I took so many that I didn't have to use them because I had other photos that I could use. So I'm really glad I did that. Guys, when you're doing a photo shoot, take more than you think you need because th that more than you think will actually be the number you need. So once I took all the photos, it was time to do the video shoot. So my launch plan really, um, I, I've always included video shoots and video content in my launch plans because video for me is so important to convey the need of the product and to convince people and show people how they can use this product in their real life. So for my video shoot, I already had a list of videos that I wanted to film and a general idea of like what I wanted to say in each. So I shot and edited and scheduled 
all the videos in one day. That is like was shocking for me too. I did not think I could do that, but I just started in the early morning. I got up and I wrote all of my video scripts and prepped all the props. As soon as I had enough natural lighting to start filming, I started and I was filming up until probably like 3 p.m. And then from there, it was all editing and scheduling them and by probably 10 p.m 11 p.m i was done and that's like a regular work day for me like 6 to 11 um especially on the summer days it's not super healthy but like during launch and during the summer that is kind of a work day for me so i shot and edited all of those videos and they're scheduled on both instagram and youtube and so now I'll have videos going up on IGTV as well as up on YouTube for customers to watch when they go up. And so that's like already just scheduled promotion of your product that's going up consistently throughout the week during your launch and you don't even have to worry about it. So guys, batch work is so important. Definitely try to implement it into your business. Okay, so my launch plan. As I said, this was something that I had been planning for a very long time. I decided that I wanted my launch to be a pre-order. So all the planners, if you guys purchase one, they are pre-orders. And then you will receive them um, this first week of August, approximately, because that's when we'll start shipping them out. And I decided the dates to be July 6th to July 20th, which is about two weeks. And... I had a three-pronged approach and of course I had like a few other things like Facebook posts and um, you know reaching out to influencers that kind of stuff but my pronged approach was essentially using Instagram using video content and emails to contact people convince people to buy and push that sale during the launch um, and you guys the launch usually for a lot of people is just like a one-day thing or maybe a week, but I was launching for two weeks and this pre-order time was two weeks, which means I had to create a lot of content to keep people's attention, um, remind them of this product every day and, you know, just just make sure you were still present in customers' eyes before um, they moved on to the next post or something. So because I was doing this for, you know, two weeks, I knew I had to make sure I had enough content. So I had this three-pronged approach. On Instagram, as I said, after that photo shoot, I just went on Later. Later is the scheduling program I use. And I scheduled out all of my posts for Instagram and wrote the captions, tagged the product tags, all of that. And it's done. And I don't have to worry about it. Um, I'll get a notification when it's time to post every day. And I'll just go and click post and then it'll be live. I'm so glad I did that because now I don't have to worry about, you know, scrambling to find a good photo and writing a brilliant caption um, and doing all that during the launch because also I I tend to forget. And so if I forget to post, that means I'm not showing up one day during my launch, which is one day that my customer hasn't um, heard about from me and hasn't heard about the planner. And it's one less day for me to convince them that they need to pre-order it. And so I like, I love scheduling them actually. And I was able to schedule them. And like I said, with the video content, I pre-recorded, edited, and uploaded them all to Instagram TV and YouTube. One thing I did differently that I've never done before was I actually created a vlog of behind the scenes of what I worked on during this launch and creating this product. 
And, you know, I am talking about it on the podcast, but I really wanted to create this video to show my customers. And I'm also posting that on IGTV. So I don't know how they'll go yet. That hasn't been posted yet. But I will, you know, keep you guys updated. And I do think, though, that showing the behind the scenes is really important to build that connection and show them, like, the work that went on behind it. So I hope it goes well. And lastly is email. I will be sending about three emails. Um three mass like emails during this launch it's first is launch day second is when we're doing a something where you can like actually try out the system for with free printables before you purchase the planner and so that's what i'm doing and then on the 19th we'll send a email that's saying like this is the last day to pre-order and make sure you do it um one thing i've learned from all of my other launches is it's so important to show up every day leading up to your launch during your launch and after your launch as i said especially because my launch is so long if i don't show up they will forget about it and people especially on instagram are just scrolling you guys and that's something i learned the hard way but they're just scrolling and if you don't show up and keep showing up and reminding them about your product they will forget um and a lot of the times you know you think that Oh, if a person wants a planner or product, they'll purchase it right then and there. But that's not true. They will purchase it after seeing it four, five, six, seven times. And that means you have to show up and be present in front of them seven times during your launch. And with the algorithm, that can be really hard, which means you need to be showing up as much as possible. Leading up to it, you know, garnering that excitement and getting everyone on email lists so they're there when the um launch happens then during the launch so you can answer questions dms and um, promote the product and then after the launch to follow up with them and um, follow up with your sales and leads and all of that so that's the entire process i went through basically and i this podcast episode will go up on the 7th and i still have about a week before this episode goes up so i have like a week left of prep and finalizing everything um but i am so excited for this launch you guys this planner is literally it's something that i've been working on as i said for a year and i absolutely love it um i know you guys are going to love it too so if you think this planner sounds interesting to you visit the uh, website at tiny.cc slash academic planner 1920 or just visit us on the mintyboutique.com to purchase the planner look through all the photos watch the videos all that stuff um i hope you guys learned something or anything that helps you with you know creating this launch and going through that process but yeah i hope you guys had a lot of fun today and season two is going to be incredible with a lot of amazing interviews from amazing women with amazing stories so be sure to listen in then and i'll see you guys next week bye thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the tmb woman in business podcast check out our instagram where we provide you with the answers to all the questions you have about entrepreneurship for an email recap of this week's episode join our email list at tiny.cc tmbwibemail if you want to join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs where i give case-by-case advice to you join our facebook group If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen. If you're listening to this episode on our YouTube channel, subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you so much for your support. 
and I'll see you next week with even more business advice.